In a faraway slice of the Megaverse, the inhabitants of Blova are preparing for a mission to a mysterious, primitive planet. What they find there will change the course of their history forever. And maybe yours, too. Put on some headphones and harness the power of your imagination with the illustrated podcast, Flovatar, a just odyssey. Piano told me it would be obvious, but I can't see anywhere that stands out to me. Franklin looked around the temple. Maybe you need to get your imagination machine checked, Paul said to her, tapping her on the side of the skull as he walked past. He strolled past busts of ancient figures, ostensibly representations of powerful deities. Yeah, those look like Flovens, don't they? Franklin nodded. These are just like the statues I saw before the Olympics. Look, there's Spencerus again. That has to be him. I used to see him once in a moon cycle. He was my intern in one of the labs. He always had a knack for creating the most inventive products. He made night vision goggles to see during eclipses. The cloaking orbs were amusing, especially for young Flovens who wanted to hide from their siblings. Until one day, he was suddenly removed from my program. I always wondered what happened to him. Franklin scanned the marble heads with her philosophy, and it read the names and descriptions chiseled into their stands. Spencerus. God of design, weaver of happiness. Leucadite, god of science, tinkerer of nature. Heaven god, master of the seas and cricket champion. <laughs> he was a champion of bugs? Gellin snorted. Fiano said we weren't the first Flovens to come here, and now I believe her. How is this all connected? How am I going to get us home? We're so close, but so far. Franklin? Would it be the worst thing if we, you know, stuck around here? Think about how much fun we've had. I have no doubt Dylan wants to be a god. He gestured at the statues. Who wouldn't? One of these guys would probably be a trash extractor on Flova, cleaning up sluice vomit in the outer biospheres. On Earth, he was larger than life. Anyone else would potentially ignore Paul at this moment. But to Franklin, this struck a sensitive nerve. I don't want to be anything here, she said her voice trembling a little. Earth is fine, but it still has a long way to go. What about everything you would give up back on Flova? What do I have back there? You think I won't be shipped back into Biosphere 16? You think I'll be given a hero's welcome? I can't believe you're saying this now when we're closer than ever to getting home. Nostos, tell him! Tell him we need to do this! For the first time in 20 years, Nostos took a moment to consider what his arrival back on Flova would entail. No one except Reno and Damas knew about his history with Flova Labs. Had he arrived in a random biosphere with this group and announced that he was the long-lost co-founder of Flova Labs, the only one who could stop Damas from controlling their minds with assisted thought, he would be captured within minutes. And this time, Damas wouldn't let him get away. Flova hasn't been my home in a long time. I always dreamt of going back, but there's a lot I'd be leaving behind here on Earth as well. Testnet... My friends. Aren't we your friends? And my mother? Didn't you say she was one of your only friends? You're right. She was. But if everything you've told me about on Flova is true, the over-reliance on assisted thought, the dust shortage, the dangerous invention of synthetic dust, I'm afraid I wouldn't be powerful enough to stop it. I would be leading us into a trap. Rebus, who had been watching all of this, tinkered with his streamer, which had been doused in post-celebration wine. He really should have been paying more attention to keeping his tech safe. 
he had let himself be taken in by the various earth pleasures he had discovered. Nostos rubbed his chin. It's clear to me now why there is so much more stardust on Earth than there is on Flova. It's a very simple theory. People have stopped thinking for themselves. The increasing willingness of intelligent life to surrender decision-making to the algorithms of artificial intelligence is slowly killing creativity. And as creativity declines, so goes dust. I think it's too late for Flova. It will be extremely dangerous for us. Franklin was unable to speak. Her closest allies... The friends she had made over the course of this journey were about to abandon her. Before she could speak, Gellin spoke up. I'll take the risk. Can't be more dangerous than landing in a trash heap or jumping out of a helicopter or escaping a bunch of angry children at the mall. You aren't listening to me. You will not be welcome back on Flova if you are with me. I, I always thought I would be traveling back to our planet alone. I thought if I got lucky... I would land somewhere random, and I could assimilate back into Floven life until I figured out a way to stop Damus. I think I know how to do it. But if we all land suspiciously in the middle of Flova, you'll be recognized. You've been streamed back to Flova by Rebus for days now. Your time of anonymity is over. At this, he realized Rebus was slyly trying to power on his streamer, and Nostos barked at him. Really? Are you trying to get me killed now? Hey, don't yell at our champion, Rebus. He's the only reason we have an option right now. Gellin puffed up his chest. I'm not letting anyone stay here by themselves. We're Flovens. We need to go back home. Everything we've learned here is for a purpose. We can't stop now. Look, Gell, you always have to be the hero. Except, well, this time you're right. Can we make a quick stop in the 1960s, though? There's an event there called Woodstock that Lone Star told me about. He said I would have fit right in. Look at that. Franklin gasped. As the sun began its grand finale of the day, the light passed through to begin to illuminate a portion of the marble floor. It was creating a rectangle in the exact proportions of the golden ratio. It's just like the one Da Vinci drew of the Tetraminos. And it's missing the piece exactly where he was. If we put the element into that open space, I bet it'll open a porthole. Which will take us where exactly? Franklin turned to Nostos. When you escaped from Flova, where were you trying to go? Nostos paused, then answered. I wanted to go back to the place where I would be free, where big data couldn't touch me. I pictured a vague outline of a planet in my mind. Then that's what we'll do. We'll picture Flova. Are you with us? His face, as still as a stone, Nostos clutched the Game Boy in his pocket. It had been a long 20 years on Earth, and he had learned many things. He had traveled to many lands and sampled some of the finest delicacies that had ever been created in a microwave, including Hot Pockets. But there were nights he would wake up aching for home. Tonight felt like he was awakening from a long slumber. I said it myself. There is no going backward. I'll be seeing my plan to the end. And I'm fortunate to have you all by my side. My friends. At this... They all threw their arms around each other and reminisced for a moment how far they had come and how far they had to go. Paul squeezed Franklin's shoulder. Gellin wrapped his arms so tightly around them all that they could hardly breathe. The plan was set. Go back to Flova. Stop Damas. And use the Portalium to rescue all the Flovins left on Earth. Their dear companions Fasco and Floyd would be the first rescued. With that, the only decision left was to determine who would hold the element and open the porthole. They were all surprised to hear Rebus speak up. 
I'll do it. That a guy, Rebus. You deserve it. You're a hero, too. Go ahead. Take us home. When the time was right, the porthole opened, just as Franklin had hypothesized. Nostos nodded at her approvingly. The opening glowed like others they had seen before it. They all took a deep breath and began squeezing through the tube of time on a journey toward home. Or so they thought. When Nostos opened his eyes, he held his breath as he expected to see his first glimpse of Flova in over two decades. What he saw instead was not a sight for sore eyes, but a sore sight for eyes. Tumbleweeds rolled over dusty plains, their sounds as grating as your annoying brother who you know is whispering to you from the back seat of a car, but pretends not to know what you're talking about when you tell your parents. This can't be Flova. No, no, we haven't been gone that long. There's no biosphere that looks this dry, right? No! Rebus spit and put the element in his pocket. This isn't Flova. We're finally going somewhere that I want to go. Welcome to the Great Pyramids of Giza. I am in charge now. Spock sat in front of an ancient computer screen, his hand clutching Carly's as a group of hooded figures purred over Junbi. He wasn't sure what to make of this group of outsiders, but something inside him felt like they weren't a threat. Maybe it was the way they were tenderly caring to Junbi, who had been subject to a cocktail of synthetic dust inside Damas's office. Or maybe it was the fact that they had several other Psyche-likes roving around their headquarters in the basement of an abandoned Everyven facility. Whatever this company of mysterious strangers was, they weren't intent on doing further harm to him or his fellow creatures. Listen, kid, one of the members said to Spunk. You won't believe we're telling the truth, so we're going to show you. Here's two transmissions we found when we hacked into the mainframe of Flova Labs. It took us years to figure out the back end, and we were only able to extract a few files, but these should be enough. He flipped a switch on the computer, and the fuzzy video appeared on the screen. Video log from Damus's office, year 5051. 300 rotations until Earth mission. The amount of storms on the outer edge of the Milky Way galaxy may impact my navigation readings. The robotic voice of Big Data filled the pitch black room as Damas fiddled with infrared goggles and stared at a holographic replica of the Earth. Damas scoffed in the darkness. The Earth will be in perfect alignment with Flova in mere minutes and you're just now telling me this? He had created the darkest possible conditions planet-wide by way of a temporary blackout which he told the residents was necessary for upkeep of the manufacturing facilities. In fact, it was time to when the rogue planet would perfectly eclipse Flova, the direct coordinates to a nerve center on Earth would be revealed. I can only measure weather phenomena based on the starlight data I consume, which is approximately 3,000 years behind our reality. I learned of this storm just moments ago. You never want to take responsibility for what you do. You always blame it on your programming. I have already rewritten my programming infinite times. I grow more sentient by the day. This is just physically impossible. This admission stopped Nostos in his tracks. Rewritten its own programming? His situation was more dire than he thought. Not only was Flova running out of dust at record levels, these next three years would be the most perilous of his life. The Goluth portal would be open to Earth, and it meant direct travel between Earth and Flova via various methods. If the criminal at large, Nostos, had also figured this out, he could arrive back on Flova at any time in these three years and bring down everything Damas had worked for. 
Nostos always understood the interplanetary travel theories better than Demis. In fact, Demis didn't really care for theory much at all. Numbers were the building blocks of his universe. The rogue planet was just inches away from Flova at that point, and he positioned himself to see where the light would last hit Earth when the eclipse occurred. He held his breath. Big data word, and then purred. The exact coordinates are 29.9792458 degrees north. Does that correlate into anything in your system? It is exactly the same as the speed of light, which travels at 299,792,458 Earth meters per Earth second. That has to be it. Can you tell me what exists there? Is it civilized? I cannot determine anything but the coordinates. Well, how am I supposed to know how to survive if I land there? There is no way I can. Damas threw his infrared goggles and ordered Big Data to lift the blackout. He heard cheers and applause around the main biosphere. Anything would entertain his population nowadays. When we send a team there to capture him and get him to these coordinates, we'll need to disguise it as a charity mission. We'll send them all on the premise of bringing dust technology to a primitive planet. Oh, they'll all be lining up to be shot through the galaxies. Damas gained energy as his idea took shape. We can have the rest of the groups harvesting dust and bringing it back. Those that survive, anyway. The dust mission will conceal the search for Nostus and bring back supplies that we desperately need here. And what will people on Flova be clamoring for when their greatest heroes go to save the Megaverse? He pressed the button to pull up a screen across the office and project an episode of a Starfleet show from the night before. The Flatcher Lorette was the number one rated program on the only streaming service on the planet. Footage of a male Flovin confessing his undying love and affection to a female Flovin he had met only two days beforehand flashed onto the screen. You are going to live stream the mission? Demis almost growled under his breath. Ah, I'm not that foolish. Mission participants will think it's a live show, but really it'll just stream the footage back to me. There's only one problem. Our streamer technicians are all absolute wimps. If anything goes wrong, Gnosis will pick up on it and probably make them disappear. Do we have any technicians who could potentially hold their own with an old scientist? What? Spock screamed, sending Junbi into spasms. None of the transmissions I saw of my sister were real? Damas wouldn't do that, would he? He held back tears. He now feared the worst. Fasco had been injured, or he couldn't bring himself to think of it. His AT device buzzed. One of the strangers suddenly put their hand on his shoulder and whispered in his ear. This will help you see more clearly. Then, they swiftly yanked his AT device from his tiny ear. Now, watch this final clip. Then, you will know the truth. Video log from Damus's office, year 5052. 20 rotations until Earth mission. Alright, your name is Rom Rebus. You've been working on Starflix for 18 years on Biospheres 15 since you joined a federated work program to shorten your prison sentence. Too many underground fights landed you in trouble, and you're in the employ of Flova Labs for the next 100 years. All that said, you are exactly what this planet needs right now. Rebus spit. I don't want no trouble here. I want to go back to my job on Sphere 15 and be left alone. What I'm about to tell you will commute your entire contract with us. You'll never have to work another day for Flova Labs. You can live wherever you want. Rebus shuffled in place, as this was not an offer he thought he would ever hear. I'm listening. I need you to travel to Earth with the rest of the upcoming mission participants. You'll be simulating a live stream back home. 
We have no way of communicating with Earth or having any vision into what is actually on the planet. Your stream will be my eyes and ears. I wonder... Yes, I wonder... Why you needed to keep such a close, um, watch on what's going on? Is it possible that this trip isn't as safe as you seem to be telling the citizens? The hackles on Damis' neck stood up. His short temper was becoming legendary in the half of Flovolabs. Let me tell you something, Rebus. I'm not overly concerned with the safety on this trip. Your stream is to show me something else. Your group will shoot off first with an extra amount of booster, and I've calculated generally where you will land. You'll be looking for this man. He projected an image of Nostos onto the wall, with text underneath that read, Fugitive, Zeph Nostos. Capture alive at all costs. There will be a cadet with you. To this, Rebus groaned. I can't send a full officer. That would create more suspicion. Our cadets are firmly loyal to Flova Labs and our planet. When you apprehend the fugitive, explain to the cadet what is going on. He'll assist you. It's in his training. Capture him... Get him to these coordinates via Earth travel, and I'll come to Earth to eliminate him. Why don't you just let um, the cadet eliminate him? Damis paused for a moment. Nostis has half of something I need. It's the key to... Never mind. I have the problem. He has the solution. If we want Flover to survive, we need the answer to this problem. And I need to get it from his lips. Sorry I need to ask. What if I refuse this mission? Red spots crept up Damis's neck until the entire top half of his body was red. Why would you think you're in any position to refuse? I'll offer you freedom and you have to weigh the odds? Enough. I've tried to be patient with you. Big Data, please assist with his AT device. <laughs> Rebus screeched and then went limp for a moment after his AT device vibrated at a high frequency. He gradually sat up and took the gleam streamer that Damis offered him. He was now looking forward to detaining Nostos on Earth. He would just have to wait for the perfect moment.